This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Umphreys McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreys, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jahimiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope you were able to check out episode 94, which featured my interview with Dad, husband, financial advisor, fellow umfreak, and kick-ass keyboard player for Alibaba's Tahini, Justin Powell. A really great little chat with him conducted over the recent Asheville run over Valentine's weekend. If you did not give that a listen, there is a link in the show notes where you can find it. This week, we'll start to break down the recent out-of-this-world Pacific Northwest run for the band, First up, February 26th at Midtown Ballroom in Bend, Oregon, and February 27th at McDonald Theater in Eugene, Oregon. Next week, we'll chat about the other two shows of the weekend, February 28th at Crystal Ballroom in Portland, Oregon, and February 29th at Showbox Soto in Seattle, Washington. So make sure you tune in next week for all of that. Are you trying to find a place to get the word out about your shirts, pins, jewelry, interesting trinkets, band that's going on tour, or small business that's looking to connect with some like-minded folks? Dropped Among This Crowd Pod would love to help, including ad time on the show, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, and more. Dropped Among This Crowd can help you reach and be seen by tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow um family. Email droppedamongthiscrowdpod at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more. All right, so let's get started unpacking this really incredible weekend of music, starting with February 26th at Midtown Ballroom in Bend, Oregon. This is only the second time the band has played at this venue. Last year was the first time, March 7th, 2019, and I will link the podcast episode I did about that show in the show notes, so you can go back and listen if you're interested. The band has played in Bend, Oregon four times, however. This show, last year, then way back in 2002 on April 18th at the Domino Room at the Midtown Rock rink and roll and for the first time in 2001 on june 26th at the evermore arms pub getting things warmed up with nipple tricks that would drive right into the floor to really get the evening lifted off north route next and this version of this song which at its core i love anyways but this particular one may very well be the goat north route. Honestly, I personally have come back to this like eight times at the time of me recording this podcast episode. It's just, this one just, 
is so good. It comes in at about 14 minutes, starting to get into it about four minutes, and it has this very heavy feeling to it as it continues to build itself and the momentum around it all at the same time. Getting really nasty and opening itself up more about seven minutes, this massiveness continuing to engulf everything in its path as it continues on, coming down to cool about three minutes later, but still having this ominous undertone, trying to break through into the light about a minute later, deciding to sink back into its dark side again instead, really getting deep into this just gigantic, almost disgusting, just incredibly meaty part about 12 minutes. You'll know exactly what I mean when you listen to this. Putting the brakes on it, not even a minute later, and I will say I was a little butthurt about that part right there. Um, I wouldn't have been mad if they stuck around inside of there a little bit longer. Uh, anyways, though, I did 100% put that North Route on my 2020 list. And if you haven't listened to that one yet, you really need to. Definitely. That one, I really feel, uh, will be a contender for Hall of Fame for sure. Mulch's next, which in comparison to the journey in that North Route... This one felt like taking a breather, and that's saying a lot because we all know what Mulches is capable of. Sinking into a sexy, relaxed reggae vibe slightly after four minutes, rounding the corner and beginning to set its sights on coming back into Mulches a few minutes later, really gaining momentum about nine minutes and driving itself right home. 13 days next, and... Although this tune comes in at only about four minutes, hearing 13 Days is always a personal highlight. Just love that tune. Conduit next, another highlight I thought from the weekend. It sweetly heads off about three minutes, beginning to gain some momentum about three minutes later and fully opening up about a minute and a half after that. Stomping right back into Conduit. Not a super crazy, insane adventure, but it certainly was a lot of fun. So that's why I thought it was a highlight from the night. Cemetery Walk 1 coming next, followed by Cemetery Walk 2. That would sink into it about three minutes, getting a little heavier on its back a little bit later, feeling it start to build, and then fully having to bear this ominous feeling as it trudges on. Starting to shake it off about seven minutes, and you can hear Chem Walk 2 trying to make its way out slightly. It's not coming back out then, deciding to venture off on its own a little bit more before making its way home, and that Cemetery Walk 2 would close out the first set of the night. Night 2 for the first night of the Pacific Northwest run I thought was killer from beginning to end, would honestly include... I'd say pretty much all of this set as a highlight. Five songs total, which when I see that on paper just makes my mouth water. Getting things started with a massive DBK. Massive. Clocking hit at about 27 minutes-ish. Sinking down into the rabbit hole about eight and a half. Starting to pick up momentum as it continues on. Rounding the corner about 12 minutes later dancing very confidently into itself a few minutes later, but not sticking in there for very long, waltzing back into DBK at about 15 minutes, 
but then wandering back out two minutes later, enjoying a nice stroll around the neighborhood and forcing its way back into DBK fully at about 23 minutes. Yeah, hell of a way to start a set. You should definitely take that one for a spin if you haven't. Intentions clear next, digging its heels in slightly after four minutes, opening itself up about four minutes later and slipping into a little LaGrange by ZZ Top as it saunders out, busting in with a cover next, Power of Soul by Jimi Hendrix. This would be the second Hendrix cover we would see recently from the band. They also recently just played Voodoo Child with Billy Strings, Night 2 in Asheville. If you haven't listened to that, definitely do that. Power of Soul has been covered by Umphreys a total of 84 times, including this time here. Last seen January 12th, 2019 at the National in Richmond, Virginia. A very nice Draconin next about five minutes is when we really get into it. This jam is a lot of fun to be nestled inside of, twinkling out about ten and a half and starting to piece itself very sweetly back together into Draconin. That one also deserves a little of your time. Moving it along into Go to Hell to close out the second set. An encore for the evening, one song, Booth Love, venturing off slightly after seven minutes, opening itself to dance out and sinking into a little Paradise City by Guns N' Roses about 10 minutes, coming out of it for a little bit and sinking back in about a minute later, soaring out and cooling its heels, beginning to come back down to earth, Paradise City trying to creep in again, and Bayless asks if everybody wants it a little bit more. They explode back into it to rock it out one more time. And then that would bring the evening in Bend, Oregon to a close. Are you looking for the perfect gift for that rocker chick in your life? Perhaps you're looking for a killer new vintage rock kimono for yourself or a new sweet piece of canvas art for your apartment. Life Clothing Co. has you covered. Featuring the cutest vintage band t-shirts, sweaters with feel-good sayings, rompers, a fantastic selection of beautiful bell-bottoms, and some swoon-worthy home decor, you are sure to find something for that special lady in your life or that perfect outfit to wear to the next show. Check out the link in the show notes to take a peek at their amazing Grateful Dead and Led Zeppelin gear. Seriously, you or that lady in your life are going to love their stuff. Life Clothing Co. is your place for authentic boho vintage fashion. And exclusively for my listeners, if you use promo code Sarah Jehemiak, Rep 10 at checkout, you'll receive 10% off your total order. That's promo code Sarah Jehemiak, Rep 10, S-A-R-A-J-A-C-H-I-M-I-A-K-R-E-P, and the number 10 at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Moving along to the next night, February 27th at the McDonald Theater in Eugene, Oregon. This is the sixth time the band has played this venue. Last year was the first time they came back to the stage since March 15th, 2013. Playing the city of Eugene 11 times total since their first stop, June 29th, 2001. 
Starting this night with the walkout tune, Drink My Drank, last seen almost a year ago, March 22nd, 2019, at Stage AE in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Educated Guess Next. That one, i just not a fan of it live, although studio version of that song, I'm all about. But this one felt like it was getting a little more comfortable with itself and, you know, feeling a little better in its own skin, so... Very happy to hear that. It Doesn't Matter with Mike Dillon on Percussion with Andy would come out next. Taking No Time Sinking In slightly after three minutes. Stasic taking the reins as we begin our wander out. Getting a nice little taste of our special guest about five and a half. Coming back into It Doesn't Matter just shy of three minutes later. Heading back out again slightly after nine. Dancing on and really opening about three minutes later. Sliding back into It Doesn't Matter about a minute after that. That one was a lot of fun to listen to. Maybe Someday Next. Stumbling its way into Smell the Mitten after that. Mitten would go out on its own slightly after three minutes. Going out for a little jaunt and coming back into Mitten a few minutes later. Bad Poker next, two-stepping its way out with loose ends following. Slacker would close out the first set. This one getting to the gritty of it slightly after two minutes. Shout out to Joel here as we head out, taking no time to really open and soar way out. Coming back to Slacker about six minutes later. And like I said, that Slacker would close out the first set. Set two again with the second set being Fire. This evening we would see a four-song second set, which when looking at it on paper, you know this one is going to take us on quite an adventure. And I felt when listening back to this when the show opened with Drink My Drank that this was going to be a Stasic set list. And as it went on, I kept feeling the same way. And when we got to this second set and we dig into this perfect choice hurt bird bath, it's hard not to keep feeling that way. Pure speculation, of course. I don't know for certain whether or not this was a Stasic set list. Um, but I would love to know what you think. Um, give the show a listen and tell me if you get that same vibe when you listen. Anyway, like I said, getting it started with Hurt Birdbath, falling headfirst down the rabbit hole very early on, navigating its way back in slightly after seven minutes, shooting right back up into outer space about a few minutes late, about a minute later, and floating around for a little bit before coming back down, but keeping that spacey vibe about it, really embracing its true fullness as it continues to grow. It does slink its way back into Hurt Birdbath slightly before 14 minutes, getting a little sidetracked with some old anger on the way, but it finds its way and drives right back into Hurt Birdbath. I did tuck this one away on my 2020 list. I for sure want to come back and listen again because you just never know what you're going to find when you come back and listen again. Definitely. Give that a listen if you haven't. It is noted on All Things Umphreys that that adventure would contain a Domino Theory, a Paradise City by Guns N' Roses, and Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath teases inside that whole adventure. You definitely need to get in there 
to find all of the pieces of that. Speak up next, beginning to stretch its legs slightly before five minutes. Shout out to Joel here again, continuing on and enjoying its time away from home for a little bit. Remembering it needs to head back, however, slightly after 11 minutes, quickly finding its way back and sidestepping fully back into speak up. A cover coming out next, Girlfriend is Better by The Talking Heads, featuring a sit-in by saxophone player for Andy Frasco and the UN, Ernie Chang. Andy Frasco would open all four nights of this run. We will for sure get to the shenanigans that would happen during this run in next week's episode. This cover done a total of 29 times, last seen over a year ago, February 2nd, 2019, at the State Theater in Portland, Maine. Fading right into Ocean Billy, dropping into it slightly after seven minutes, and really dancing off about a minute later, really getting very comfortable and confident in itself as it dances on putting the brakes on about eight minutes later and begins to slowly build the energy back up to steer this massive ship back right into Ocean Billy. That Billy would close out the second set. That Billy I also tucked away onto my 2020 list. Another one that will be very nice to come back to. Also another one that I highly suggest you listen to. Encore for the evening. One song, Remind Me. Settling in about three minutes-ish, taking us on a nice little stroll before beginning the morph into the sex metal part of the song, starting to take shape about seven minutes-ish, fully falling in about a minute later, and that song would bring the show in Eugene to an end. So that's everything I have for this week of the show. We'll finish up the rest of the Umphreys Pacific Northwest run next week with the shows in Portland and Seattle. So be sure you tune in for that. The set lists and where you can listen to the shows are in the show notes. And anything else that may have come up in this episode that I mentioned, those links will be found in the show notes as well. And thank you again for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.